0: so you don't worry about it
1: man thank you very much zach i appreciate that do you do you go by zach or do you like zachary what what is it
0: oh zach is cool thanks man All right, cool yeah so you're in you're in sweden man what uh what brought you there was that a pandemic move
1: no no man unless there was a pandemic almost 20 years ago (laughs) no i've been living here for quite some time now i've actually been living here for about over fifteen years now, at this point, off and on. Oh, sure. Um, okay. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was previously married to a Swedish, uh, to a Swedish girl, and uh, we have two kids together. And uh, as things happen, sometimes, a lot of times, most times, when you, uh, when Americans move to, uh, Sweden. They don't end; stay in the same relationship that they started with. So um, okay. that sort of happened with me. But uh, because we have the two kids together, I wanted to watch them grow up. And so I, I've been here ever since. And then uh, so, yeah, we split up a long time ago. But then um, I was lucky enough to meet a girl from South Africa. And uh, she was brave enough to move up here to Sweden with me. And now uh, we are just... Watching the kids grow up, graduate high school, and then when they are graduated, we are off, off to maybe South Africa, her home country. How about that?
0: Beautiful, Matt. What was the pandemic like for you in Sweden?
1: It's weird uh, because we're still in it. And it's like, I mean, everyone wants to say past tense, but I mean, it's, it's just still keeps on coming. You know, it's like herpes, the gift that never stops. keeps on giving but uh unlike
0: herpes i guess you can catch covid twice though
1: ah it's true Or, or or you can just have different outbreaks you can just have a covid outbreak they're very similar i've never thought of it as herpes and uh covid maybe it's from the same could be it's from the same chick that's the only club
0: the only way it's the (laughs) only way
1: host monkey was a was a girl at the cat club darn it um so anyhow yeah how did the pandemic for me we were in one of the uh only places i think in the world where they kind of just didn't go complete full lockdown they kind of left it up to its citizens and i think at the very end of this When all is said and done, if it is ever said and done, um, all the numbers are going to kind of average out because I know at one point there were more cases reported in Sweden than in other Scandinavian countries, but then they kind of did even out at one point. I don't know exactly what happened. All I do know is that during that whole time, I spent a shitload of time indoors and I had a lot of time to just spend in my apartment because... For you know the last ten years or so, I've been leaving the apartment, tried going to the U.S. and being lucky enough to, to have a job with Alice Cooper, where it took me all over the world. And so it was the first year where I've spent that much time in my uh, in my place in Stockholm with my wife and got to see my kids kids more. But yeah, there would be there would be days where I didn't leave the house. You know, and but that gave me time to put together the podcast. Gave me time to uh, put together and film and uh, get them funding together for System Twelve Guitar Method, which I thought was very important to do during that time. And um, it gave me some time to play guitar, but oddly enough, not write enough new stuff. It's only been recently. It's always been in recently where i've pushed myself to write a whole bunch of new riffs because i was still busy putting out uh videos and uh singles from the imagine your reality solo album that i had released you know year and a half prior to that but the thing is i was you know i had this vision of this album imagine your reality i had i had this I imagine this reality where I could release each song as a uh, as a single. You know, ten songs in the album, ten singles. Why not? And we ended up outdoing that because a couple of the songs had more than one video to it. So I think we ended up doing about maybe thirteen videos in all, and uh, twelve or thirteen videos all in all, and they're all on my YouTube channel. And so I was promoting that, putting that out then taking the podcast seriously getting the team together for the podcast and i'm really happy with what uh, has transpired since then because it is a cool thing to build something from complete scratch whether it's an album or whether it's a podcast or whether it's just you know a song
0: definitely man i feel you i did the uh the same thing i have this this clothing brand but during the uh the pandemic i totally expanded it and built the podcast and an online community and the whole thing and it's it's really gratifying to hear that you did the same. And it's a, it's a great feeling, man. It's cool to stay productive. And most importantly, you're making other people happy. You know, you're right. spreading positive, positive mental health, which is something we all should be concerned about at this point.
1: No, it's very important. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's definitely something that I've been associated with around me. I've always, you know, like I said, I've, I've gone through my... Th- I've gone through my dark times. Don't think that I have. not I think we all, everybody goes through some dark times, some people more than others. And I've been lucky to sort of, um, be out of it for, for many years, but, um, I do know the association, you know, family yeah. members, uh, friends and a lot of people were affected in a native way during this pandemic. I think the fact that, you know, people like yourself and I, um, we took the route of just let's create, let's try and create. Maybe that's our therapy. Maybe that'll work, and maybe it'll inspire others. Um, it seems to be a good way to do things. And I tell some anybody that's uh, struggling with mental issues, it's it's, it's so easy to say, <laughs> yeah, well, just get better. No, it doesn't. It's not like that though. It's 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 easy the words for those stupid words to come out of your mouth. Well, well, why don't you just think happy thoughts? And that's just it's not that way. Sure. But That being said, I will say there is something very, very much um, to be thought about and taken in about creating instead of consuming. And of course, you consume entertainment, you consume food, you consume, you know, that's what this world has sort of become. We're a bunch of consumers. Okay. A part of the time. But you also have to be a creator. And if you can create, whether no matter what it is, whatever it is you're good at, and you'll find what it is that you're good at. Um, if you're struggling with, with things inside, if you can find a way to create and take the, the thing that is that you do well and bring it out to the outside world, it's going to help you a lot mentally and physically. And, you know, hopefully everybody inspire other people as well so creating is a big on top of my list if, if people ask me well what do i do if i'm feeling down i'm just like, well you know what start learning do something new you know one of, one of the coolest questions i was asked what what was the last thing you did for the first time what oh. was the newest thing you did for the first time and if you think about it it's like the older you get, you stop doing newer things for the first time. So maybe do a lot of new things for the first time. And that sort of pushes your creativity as well.
0: Yeah, that's a good thing to think about. I'm thinking about it myself and there should be a lot more of those. <laughs> what, <laughs> what What was the last new thing you did?
1: The last new thing I did. Um, pro, Cause I, I was going to say, start the podcast, but it's not because I've been doing versions of the podcast for years and years um so i did i I did think about it for a while and i guess the last new new thing i did is i really took on learning uh technical trading in the stock market and, and learning how to you know read indicators and a bunch of different you know averages and, and you know uh, it's different from fundamental uh training than technical uh technical trading and and uh i think you can combine both um at the end of the day i'm not a good stock trader <laughs> i i i will be the first to admit that i put my fucking heart and soul into it and i realized that you know it's a ballsy, stressful fucking gig. And okay. I like non-stress. My whole world is non-stress. So I was thinking, ah, you know, I just go in there, make a couple trades a day, make, you know, even a couple few a few Hondo a day. That's fine. If you do that, you know, four days a week, hey, that's a great living. You can make, you know. But yeah, for every, you know, couple hundred you make, you have that exact uh 50 chance of losing a couple hundred and you add a zero to that it becomes even more stressful and add another zero to that it almost becomes like you see why they have movies and about you know attacks and people jumping off of buildings
0: (laughs) definitely man well that's interesting man you don't you don't hear a lot of guitar players getting into that
1: well actually you know when i dove into it and uh i started looking around I started seeing more musicians. Really? One of the first musicians that that was really into day trading that I met was years ago when I was playing with Slash. We had uh, a guitar player named Al Demiola, famous jazz guitar player, really, really great, amazing guitar player. But, uh, you know, we said, you know, what are you up to these days, man? What are you doing? Because he hadn't put out an album, you know, for a little while. And he was getting ready to go on tour again. And he goes, well, you know, when I'm not playing guitar. I'm day trading. And back then we were like what well that, yeah. that that is that is kind of the anomaly but then the more that i took it on i i started finding more musicians that are into it um <laughs> a lot of musicians uh, made money maybe they were early in on the whole uh okay. um, hemp and uh, pot sort of uh, stocks yeah. and uh, the pot stocks made huge money for for a couple of years and you know bitcoin all that kind of stuff um currency uh it's 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 great but it's fucking you know it's 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 a stock market as well and the stock market is is a a big gambling casino for guys in suits and some guys that have ponytails
0: (laughs) and pinky rings perhaps perhaps (laughs) well man since uh you haven't been on tour I know you said you haven't left your house for days at a time during the pandemic and everything. That's pretty. That's has to be held. Well, we're getting out
1: there. We're getting out uh, yeah. there again soon. Yeah, I So that's, what we're excited about.
0: That's what I want to talk about, man. Because Alice Cooper's a touring machine, man. The guy never stops. You guys never stop. So it had to be a crazy break for you. But what's going into this now? Coming out, I think, when the 17th of uh, September is your first date.
1: Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm actually going a few weeks early. We have some pre-production. I make sure the set is uh, super tight. You know, it's been about a year and a half since any of us have gotten in a room together and and played loud and cranked it up. So we couldn't be more excited about it. You know, as a group, we like this. We we love this lineup. Everybody is, um, you know, knows their role everyone knows their their spot we all know the man the le- the myth the legend alice cooper the name the name on the uh, marquee right. we're all respectful of that because he gives us so much respect as musicians to go out there and uh shine and do our thing. so everybody plays well together and um again very much forward to this um alice is a workaholic he's a touraholic um because even the years that I didn't tour with Alice, I've been associated with him since 1996, you know, he's toured every single, every single year. Even in 2020, we we did a tour. We toured that small Australia, New Zealand tour, but we still got it in. We got our touring in for 2020. He has never not toured since, never has a year gone by, uh, you know, that he hasn't toured since 96, since I've known him. There's been a couple tours where I didn't, you know, whether I was playing with Slash or maybe I did my own, uh, my own thing. Or when I initially moved to Sweden, I, uh, I didn't tour with the band for like five years, but every single year, Alice Cooper, he's on stage doing his thing. So um, we're looking forward to getting back out there with Ace Fraley because Ace Fraley is another tour dog as well. And uh, it should be a good meeting of uh, classic rock if you're into that sort of thing. (laughs) <laughs> oh,
0: dude. I'm so fucking excited. I can I can't wait. Ace Frehley, no disrespect, probably my favorite guitar player ever. I mean, just from from being Mine too.
1: I mean, one of my one of my all-time favorites. The reason why shit. I mean, not just not just one uh not just one cherry Oh yeah. Cherry sunburst
0: the, the Gibsons coming but, out, but
1: two cherry bursts in 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 my uh, in my yeah. studio today. So yes. you know, it's, uh, I've actually been recording some of uh, Ace's solos for a project here in Sweden. That uh, is, it's an Eric Carr tribute oh, project wow. called uh, Car Jam Twenty One, and uh, some cool Swedish artists are involved in it. There's um, a band Bonafide, uh, members of Bonfide, uh, members of Backyard Babies, Dragons involved in it, uh, members of Disneyland After Dark, um, myself, I'm doing some stuff with it. So um, it's a cool project where the money's going to go to St. Jude's Hospital and uh, any money that's generated for it for the Eric Carr Foundation. And uh, we're looking forward to putting out. And I've been, like I said, recording some ace freely stuff and some eric carr songs i mean we there's some kiss songs on there as well um yeah. because i guess they they would play these old school ones i just i remembered this song i hadn't remembered it when it was originally out but on Dress to kill love Her all i can okay yeah. guitar solo is so insane and i was able to you know pick it out last week that's i love picking out guitar heroes solos now that i can you know now that I found out that YouTube has a slowdown button on the little wheel in the uh, settings wheel, where you can bring things down to three quarter oh, yeah. speed, yeah, nice. I'm much happier with like learning other guitar solos now. So I've learned, I I slow them down, pick them up, and then I like, "Oh, I got that now." Or you go onto YouTube and you learn it from some 13 year old kid that plays it way better than you'll ever be able to.
0: <laughs> that's that's never gonna change, man.
1: <laughs> uh, always, that, always that 13 year old kid. Always. Damn you.
0: Always going to be there. So what was the first uh, like Kiss album you remember listening to? Were, were they a huge The, the, the very album?
1: first Kiss album that I listened to, I was too young to appreciate. I was just kind of fearful and frightened because it was Kiss Alive. Oh, shit. You know, it was, it was okay. the Alive album, and, and they looked kind of menacing. But then in 77, Love Gun came out, and um, I just listened to that album nonstop so kiss love gun was sort of my uh christening into kiss and it had christine 16 which nice. is one of the one of the coolest pop songs which you could never put out in 2021 20,
0: <laughs> there's a lot of Kiss shit you could never put out in how, how old
1: was was gene simmons at that point he was like maybe maybe a hundred then yeah so um <laughs> yeah no he was, uh-huh. no, he, was a, he was a young little rascal then i'm sure but at the same time he was That's not cool yeah he was not too old for christine 16 i'll tell you that much
0: <laughs> for sure times have changed man well i was all i'm always more of a ace and peter fan anyway they they were they sound more fun there you go, there there you go.
1: go. well so, i got to play in a band with uh with eric singer for many years so obviously i have uh you know i know i, I stand by your band member and uh no matter what band he's in so eric's a great singer eric's a great drummer i mean yeah. so is so is uh you know so is peter obviously but uh you know eric's really filled the role uh well over the years because he's had you know he's he's done it consistently and always you know give kiss their sound you know the thing about for me that, that it really it's obviously ace is is the guy sure tommy plays great no doubt about it tommy plays uh, aces stuff amazingly well but but Ace is the original's kind of sloppy cool rock and roll. He brought the rock and roll to it. But Paul in his rhythm playing really brought the sound. He brought the whole feel to it. He was kind of like the glue that hold holds it all together. You know, so and then, you know, Eric's background vocals and you know, it, To be honest with you, I don't think Gene Simmons gets enough credit as a bassist i mean i know a lot of people say oh he didn't play on all the albums well because they were working their asses off and they were like you know touring non-stop they were recording albums when they were on the road so how does you tell me just do the math but listen to those early records his bass plate is friggin' phenomenal on this and he's playing on that stuff so he does you know i I just feel that, that a lot of times uh gene and paul don't get credit as musicians that that kind of like Fair uh point. ace and and uh peter do because ace i ace always gives the, he's the cool factor you know he's the keith richards of the band and there's there's no yeah. doubt about it but you know you also have to have you know somebody that's glue and holds it together that's so
0: it's it's magic it's why these things work you can say that's why bands out. work yeah
1: yeah. yeah that's exactly that's exactly why you take one person out of it and it changes the whole dynamic is and for me it's like the purpose perfect example is uh van halen like when sammy hagar came into the band as much as i love sammy hagar his solo stuff i grew up in the bay area i mean sammy hagar is just he's like pretty much a staple he's always been a hero of mine i loved his solo stuff but with van halen i thought there was a certain something even though he was a better singer I thought he was, there was something about having David Lee Roth with, with the other three personalities, uh, you know, the Van Halen brothers and, and, and Michael Anthony that just gelled. It was, it had a certain thing. Although uh, a lot of people, it did, it vibed with uh, with Sammy, but it was a completely different thing for me. It was a different band. And I, and I always, I usually go old school. If you're going to give me a choice, you know, of, of the, the old band or the new band, whether it's, it's old Uh, acdc or you know brian johnson new it's funny to say new acdc with brian johnson because he's he's been a band for like 30 30, 40 years with brian johnson but i i always i gravitate towards bond scott you know uh aerosmith you know sort of post rehab or pre-rehab or post I, i i always go even though they're cool as fuck. And all um, you can't deny the fucking hit songs, right. you know. After, you know the, that second '80s era. But you go to old school uh, Aerosmith, and that's where my heart lies, you know. And I, I kind of think maybe maybe some fans for Alice feel the same way. There's there's definitely some people that that draw the line. They say, look, draw the line, Aerosmith. But they say draw the line with um, Alice Cooper, and they say, well, I, original band or nothing, you know. I want the original band stuff and that's fine and i love the purist and that's great but also alice is a unique character because he's been able for whatever reason to put together a lot of great guitar duos and a lot of great bands like lineups oh yeah you now like he's like and i'm not i'm not a genius for patting sure. myself on the back i'm saying the band the 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 bands like After the original band, he still had the genius to put together, you know, Steve Hunter and Dick Wagner to play together, you know, and then he had these great guys like, you know, Steve Vai and Joe Satriani playing together. And, you know, so, and then of course, Kane, Kane era, Robert, uh, Kane Roberts era. era. And, um, and then, you know, to be honest with you, I was, I've been able, been lucky enough to play some with some of the best guitar players in the world on the other side of the stage. I mean, I started out with red playing with red beach. Amazing Pete Friesen, another great guitar player. And uh, one of my favorites is Eric Dover. One of my favorite guys to ever play on stage with is, is Eric Dover. And uh, we did the era of um, eyes of Alice Cooper and uh, dirty diamonds with him. And then of course we had, you know, guys like Damon Johnson came in and um, that I was able to play with play with Ori Ori Anthony, and of course, Nita. Good. nina strauss now and tommy Henrikson. me and tommy and nita were the uh
0: you guys the triple are threat now you guys are so good man like you're the it's so cool how alice has uh, just a younger powerful like tight band you guys are so tight you have so much energy you know and for like a classic rock guy he could he could easily just take the stage and hire whoever to just like hang out and back but it's the complete opposite of that like you guys are such a force like you're one of the best live bands i think
1: ever Well, thank you i mean i think a lot of credit goes out to our sound technician and our you know honestly the crew that sets oh, yeah. all that stuff up because um yeah, we, we play out of good equipment, we play out of good stuff, you know, we play out of great guitars, we play out of classic amps, we play out of, you know, we go through PA systems that, you know, the guy knows, you know, just what solo to ride, just what parts to tuck at this point, and uh, just how to ride the vocals, right? because we don't use any uh, background tapes uh, as far as vocals or guitar tracks you couldn't because we have so many guitars anyway on stage um right. and we every and everybody sings in a band so you, you so having sort of backing tracks wouldn't work for this band it's definitely organic you know the only thing that's on tape is these cheesy sound effects sometimes where we you know and, and it's meant to be that's by design you sure. don't have like like you know when alice gets his head cut off or something i guess some right somebody screams and then there's some sort of fire and thunder and of course the sample before poison that's you know but to be honest with you it's there's nothing at all technical about that stuff it's it's played on a sampler that's from like the 1980s it's like the doctor a boss doctor's rhythm or doctor sample or some some crazy ass um effect like that, that 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 our drum tech actually buttons to this day hits the buttons and cues it so yeah sure. don't worry when you when you go see uh Alice Cooper you can rest assured that there is no time code so yeah if if we're off key or if we're hitting wrong notes those are our wrong notes. I don't I don't think <laughs> I you are
0: man. I do not think you are you guys are tighter than ever. How long does it take speaking of you know the first tour coming back how long does it take to get back in the groove that you do you plan on to rehearse hopefully
1: right out of the gate hopefully everybody's done their homework enough i think everyone is definitely chomping on the bit to get out there so everyone's going to be really well prepared and rehearsed in fact after this interview i'm going to go and uh run through the set just just for fun just to make sure i mean there's certain songs that you know you, you almost kind of could play in your sleep or kind of play you know I, yeah. no i couldn't play reverse could i no well, definitely but but uh the thing is i mean like you know school's out nice guy poison we we played those songs so many times in, in so much succession especially on that uh, motley crew final motley, motley crew tour that we did with them um you know we had a set list and we had to stick to it so we played those core songs every single night and it gave us almost a whole new audience from that tour so we're really thankful for them and for that tour
0: that's awesome how much do you uh have a say in the in the set because it's very cool to see from a you know a deep cut alice cooper fan that he incorporates or you guys incorporate a lot of different stuff uh do do you um if
1: if we can be clever enough yeah if we can try and cleverly uh we can connive enough to make it seem like it's their idea to suggest it in the first place then it's a win it's you strike one in the wind but no we hear we hear definitely from the fans you know you should do this song you should do this and and that's why songs like uh roses on white lace or the world needs guts or even you know on this last tour raped and freezing it's like you wouldn't normally hear those songs but we we were getting you know, requests from the fans, and you have to kind of subtly put them in, and sort of, for instance, you know, a good story is the story of nine inch, uh, nine inch nails, bed of nails, that song, because that song was not going to be in the set until about twenty minutes before the last rehearsal of the two of going into a tour, because we needed, we were, we had learned another song, and it, that song just wasn't working in that space. And for years I had been trying to um, put in and suggest bed of nails because it's a rocking song. It's a really, we'd only played it one in Greece, like in 2004 or something like that. And uh, then I kind of just suggested it really, you know, like, you know, it would really be a good rock song right there. You know, Cause everyone was sitting around the dressing room and like, it was shooting off different songs. I said, what about bed of nails? Come on, why don't we just try it, you know? And all the pushback that we had gotten before, it just kinda for that whatever reason, that didn't happen that time. And Alice looked at it and he said, Yeah, let's try it. Let's try that one. Let's see if it works. And of course, everybody it was it was it's an easy song because it's so straight ahead in the sense of, you know, it's a straight ahead rock and roller. And then all we had to do was play one show and nail it and after that the crowd reaction to it was phenomenal so it's been awesome. in the set ever since so yeah, hopefully awesome. it stays do you have hopefully a, it stays
0: do you have a favorite era of uh, cooper songs to play <laughs> or is that, obviously is that i mean, don't
1: you know it's without trying to be so you know like me 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 more about me i love playing the era of the of the sort of return to the garage era of the eyes of alice cooper and dirty diamonds those two albums that we had that the band had a big hand in the writing with where we all wrote together i i, I love that era we don't do enough of those songs right. from there i feel but you know other than that it's you got to go to the ogs you got to go to the original guys because those those songs that they wrote um love it to death era um by what is it which is the one with the um you drive me nervous that's a great killer killer was a great album yeah like yeah. eight songs on it or seven songs on it i think it's like but every single one of them it just kicks ass so that that sort of era is it was a good era because it was kind of garage kind of still you know well-produced punk in a way yeah you know for sure it, it, even though it would it, it can now be all lumped into being classic rock it was kind of lo-fi but yeah. well-produced you know what i'm saying yeah It, does, know, it like,
0: a unique sound it's very very raw but
1: bob ezrin was great. on top of his game and and just putting you know doing stuff and i think letting, the whole band was contributing to weird sounds but well-recorded weird sounds, I love shit like that, you know, because I think that's that's the mark of where a producer is like, okay, not only does he come up with good sounds, he comes up with good parts that complement those sounds. So if you have a well-recorded sound, even though it's funky and weird, but it's the right part for that part of the song, yeah. and it makes everything just explode, kind of cool-like, you know?
0: I don't know if you're allowed to give some inside information on this but you plan on getting ace on stage with the guitar trio of alice cooper to jam maybe
1: that would be killer to get up ace because you know yeah we've had we've had ace come up before we did a tour with him in australia and uh, he knows this he knows school's out you know he knows it well and uh, I, i like to incorporate an ace and alice song together yeah, you know, can, go from one song to it, But, you know, he, he does so many great songs in his own set. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, hopefully uh, it's one of those situations where, you know, everybody's – because I think we're going to be in such a bubble. It's, it's weird because we're going out in a time of life where um, it's new for everybody, this sort of new normal of touring and dipping our toe back into the water at such a tumultuous time. Is a bit experimental. I'll be honest with you, and so I think we're going to be really kind of shut off from the outside world more than normal. Only because we need to make the show, uh make the tour start and finish. It can't. I mean, we. It's not one of those tours where we can't really afford to cancel because before, if you have to cancel too many dates, then all of a sudden the tour is in jeopardy of. You know running out the dates running out so i think everyone's going to be super super guarded and super strict amongst you know uh covid protocols and stuff like that and hopefully everybody's uh respectful of that i think everybody understands i think everybody just wants to come out and see some live music and it's going to be one of those shows where um we're super excited to play for everybody we wish we could you know hang out all night as well but you know on this tour just dipping our toe back in the water um i'm not sure if that's going to happen or not i i'll go with what um with what the uh our covid coordinator says apparently we have a COVID, a COVID coordinator.
0: coordinator. that's rock and roll COVID. that's how you know you've made
1: it kids <laughs> is it rock and roll i, I don't, don't know, know. Uh, it, it seems like a whole new that's a uh, Genre show. of business, kids. Yeah. If you want to get into that, how what does it take to become a COVID coordinator and get uh, back on the road?
0: That's crazy, man. So does that put a damper on uh, you you guys doing meet and greets and shit with fans? Are you still I, to do you that? know what?
1: I kind of stay out of it in the sense of like I'm gonna go with the flow with what management says. So I'll let them decide and make all those types of decisions. Um, I might be doing something myself that's a little bit more virtual. And even gives you even probably more access than you would even if you were uh, able to get backstage because our backstage can be a little bit boring. But I'm uh, toying with the idea of actually having a door-to-door uh, tour sort of like private group that just, you know, if you want to come and follow me, you can follow me from, you know, from the time I leave for the tour to the time I, you know, get off the bus um, on the last show. So... We'll see. We'll so, see what happens with that. Um, again, this is a, a new sort of era for touring and we, we will look at the news. We see our fellow BAMs, you know, and, and we see our sort of peers going out there. And a lot of people are excited to get out there and some of them get super excited and then get COVID You <laughs> can't get too excited. You
0: that's know, true. that's true. So, well, I hope it goes well, man. Um, that being said, since this is kind of a fitness podcast as well, you guys are are all in great shape. So, what what is your what is your routine either to stay in shape on tour, to keep up with Alice, or just when you're at home? What, well, what do you like to do?
1: When I'm on the road, I you know, even though my wife vehemently uh, disagrees, she, I say golf is exercise. She says no, it's not, <laughs> and we have a raging battle against what is the actual truth so maybe somewhere in the middle lies the truth i will tell you golf in sweden is exercise because you do not get into a golf cart and drive from uh hole to hole you have to walk with with your either you carry your bag or you you have a small push cart but you push it and you you walk it so i walk 18 holes um golf quite often um here and i have the summer i've been able to keep in shape with that but my secret weapon, uh, and I give her all the credit in the world, even though I've never met her. But someday I will, and I will, um, I will shake her hand. I will kiss her hand. I will give her a big hug. Uh, Jillian Michaels. Uh, she has this <laughs> I have a DVD. I was at a Target with my kids years and years ago, somewhere in the states, and we were on, uh, we were visiting the states, and I walked into a Target and I saw a five dollar bargain bin DVD called the Thirty Day Shred. Jilly. is it is it Jillian Michael is that her name? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, she's badass. Dude. Totally. Th- her workout to Pretty this true. day and that was over what? That's definitely over 10 years ago. It's like a half an hour workout of hardcore uh, uh, aerobics and fitness sort of moves of, you know, just your standard stuff, but you know, small weights. It's all about strength. It's not so much about building up mass. It's more just you know cardio, get the heart pumping, and just do it. If you do it, a half an hour a day, um, it's what I do here, and it it was so it was easy when all the gyms closed down, you know, because they did close down for a while in Sweden. Um, When the gyms closed down worldwide, I was like, big deal, just do your Jillian Michaels uh, half hour, thirty day shred every single day in my living room. That's what I do, and it really does start my day off um and obviously when we're on the road as well there's hotel gyms you know um Alice's wife is amazing uh inspiration for for keeping in shape she's a she's a dancer she's been a you know a ballet dancer professional dancer her entire life she's in great shape and she just says look you don't have to love it you just have to do it that's right you know well, that when it comes to your when it comes to your fitness you do not have to love doing it you just have to do it just keep
0: moving and yeah, so, i know so. i know Need is a, a warrior too on the road
1: yeah With yeah, no doubt
0: you guys all no. work out together at all ever
1: um we see each other in the gym but uh yeah. you know it's like it's more she's she's more of a uh she's more of a um weights girl and she'll and i'll see her on the um treadmill but i'm i'm more of the if, if i'm at a hotel i'm at the elliptical I like the elliptical stuff, right? That is that is that the one? Yeah,
0: Yeah, pumping your arms.
1: Yeah, yeah, pumping your arms and pumping your legs at the same time. Um, But yeah, so we'll see each other in the gym. I know Chuck's into yoga and stuff like that. So he does a lot of stuff in his room in his hotel room uh, with yoga mats and all that kind of crap. Um, I have never gotten into yoga yet. Not the way I should. I I do feel it's something important. It's
0: great. You should do it. I'm a yoga teacher. Uh, I can
1: see calling. you have the poster in the back. Yeah, this everything. is my uh
0: podcast studio slash fitness dojo. <laughs> <Yeah>. nice, <laughs> we uh, nice. stream uh videos and work in yoga classes and stuff from uh from here. So that's what our that's what our patron community is based on. That we did during the pandemic. So it's been pretty cool. But Very if, nice, if, man. If that's for anything. you. Thanks, man. Yeah. If you ever need anything, just let me know, brother.
1: It's fun. It's kind of ironic that we're, um, you know talking fitness and talking health and all this stuff. And then I, I just keep on grabbing my, my, uh, evening beer, you There's know, I'm having a nice little IPA, which is it's just fine. Once in a while, this is actually something that I have, you know, I used to have it a lot more often than I do now, but now it's just like a treat every once in a while. Okay. You're doing a podcast. You can have a nice conversation. Yeah. yeah. And of course fun. you got, uh, you know, in honor of Charlie Watts, Rest in the, a, yeah, the rolling, rolling stone, stones man. tongue. I mean, that's a shame. what a great tribute the whole world went out you know to give him such praise and love and you know because he was always the he was always the cool guy he's always been the sort of the quiet cool guy in the stones and stuff and i it will go down in history i will be a footnote to it but uh he was one of the most famous people i've ever peed like next to nice we all have we all have people that we've peed to That maybe have some sort of status and this and that, but he's definitely one of the the biggest stars that I've ever peed next to at any event or anything like that. So I I have that. That's that's my that's that's Charlie and uh, me and Charlie's sort of moment. That's really. I I doubt that he remembers it, but maybe he does. I don't
0: know. Maybe he does. I once Keith Richards goes, I feel like the Earth is just going to get thrown off its axis. Something uh, something's going to happen. um,
1: you can, you can wait for a few more years on that one. I right
0: know, man. I hope so. I hope but so. But the That's thing is,
1: they great. started, the, when when uh, when I went on to the news and to check it out, now they start, like, listing everybody's age after their name now. Like, uh, so, okay. they're like, Keith Richards, 77, like, oh, 77, he'll, he'll, yeah, he's got he's got a couple more decades to go. Yeah, but, uh, you know, so. it's kind of weird now with rock stars, if they're going to, like, you know, they always put age next to their name now like some sort of death pool it's like hold on dude don't put put your don't put my age next to my name just just put my name bro fine
0: we'll go we'll go with that man well what advice do you have last question for you brother thank you for thank you for taking the time it really means a lot what advice do you have for speaking of age young ones young kids coming up in rock and roll today or that wanna make it in rock and roll, such as yourself. Do you have any mm. advice for those people?
1: Advice, um, the three Ps, that's what I say in my TED Talk. Practice, persistence, patience. Okay. It's, it's super simple. That's great. You, know? uh, you just have to you have to learn your instrument because you think you're just going to uh, jump into any gig. No, everybody, even if they, you think that they play like shit or they, you know, Can't play at all, they know how to, whatever it is they know how to do, they make up for it in a different way. They're so good at something that it's gotten them to this point. So, my feeling is just, well, why not be as best as you can on your instrument to begin with? All right. So, practice, obviously, show up on time, be a professional, those types of things. Um, Persistence, you really do, if you want to make it in anything, not just music, but life, you have to be persistent. You know, you have to except the door shutting in your face and then being able to kick it down again. Um, and then patience, wait it out. You know, people always say, Oh man, I had never heard of you before, Roxy. You know, I, now I just started watching your podcast. I hadn't heard around you. you. You've done this before. And I'm like, yeah, I've been around. I've been, <laughs> I've been in the trenches. The reason why the podcast is called in the trenches is because I'm literally living proof that you just, if you work and you consistently work, and you do the best to your ability that you can and you try not to let these silly things like ego get in the way, which sometimes they will. And if they do, learn from it. Don't beat yourself up too much about it, but learn from it. Try not to repeat the same mistakes over and over and over, even though, again, that's hard too. But, uh, yeah, have the patience to wait it out because your chance is going to come. Your shot will come. And when it does come, make the most of it, you know, obviously. And you don't know what, it, what that shot is going to be, you know. If i would have if you'd have told me in 1996 that, that auditioning for a classic rock artist that was you know going out on a one-year tour because that's all that was promised was going to be the gateway for me to have a long career in music i would have said well maybe maybe not but yeah that that shot came in the uh in the form of an alice cooper audition and that day i did pretty good and uh I was happy with my performance and the house was as well. So got in the band and I've been in off and on ever since,
0: man. That's awesome, dude. Thank you yeah. so much for everything. Um,
1: well, I'll good see luck you luck with there. everything you're doing. Yeah. Oh, and uh, hopefully please, we'll man. see you out there. Yeah.
0: I'm going to be at the uh, Detroit show. I figured that was the one to go to with the Detroit oh, stories tour. So it should be pretty <laughs> fucking awesome. I can't wait, but
1: I wonder if what song ACE will play. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> But uh, sure. you know, we we got some VIP ticket thing that's like you can tour the stage before the show or for you guys, I don't know. But if I run into you, I'll say what's up, for sure. Okay, bud. Sure to yell at you.
1: Sounds good. Or at least at the least, very least, send uh, send me an email and stuff, and I'll like I said by that time, I will have all my uh, my stuff out oh. as, as what I'm supposed to be doing with whatever sort of virtual. Meet and stuff we're doing oh. and uh, of course the weekly podcast it. on fridays in the trenches podcast on fridays and this if anybody wants to start learning guitar system 12 all that stuff is on uh, my official uh youtube channel which is ryan roxy official at youtube or ryanroxy.com because that's where everything is okay. everything
0: get it everybody thanks all right you're the man
1: All right, be good, Zach. Have a good one. Talk to you soon. Good, man.